Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'd just like to congratulate you on having done a fantastic job on behalf of the people of the United States, and it's an honor to have worked with you. And I don't know exactly what your timing is, but stick around. Let's do this deal. (laughs) Trump's in London. We're not going to talk about the stupid high school gossip crap about who said something mean about who. Just I can't believe the media falls for that. Oh anyway, uh, there is some pretty important stuff happening. I'm I'm concerned about uh, taking on two different countries with trade as the weapon. Deborah J. Saunders is the White House uh, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. They have no White Horse correspondents at the, <laughs> at the Review Journal, as far as I know. Uh, Deborah joins us now. How are you? The White Horse correspondent's busy at the track today. Yes. I'm working in these new protein bars, Deborah, and they really hang on your teeth. <laughs> Like in your cheeks and say, mm, and so mm, White House becomes White Horse uh, very quickly. So listen, obviously Donald J is embracing uh, tariffs as a weapon. Uh, we've got the the Chinese trade negotiation, as I prefer to call it, which is necessary and important. But I'm a little surprised to see him unleashing the same threat on Mexico. Uh, in fact, your recent article, "Little Enthusiasm Found for Trump's Plan to Impose Tariffs on Mexico." What's the story? Well, I, there is little enthusiasm. So my theory, as as we speak now, just sort of based on the way things usually work here, is Trump came. He's wanted to close the border. He didn't because it was the consequences were too big. He comes up with these ideas that he wants to use to get people to bend to his will. So closing the border, he can't do. So he thinks about, okay, I'm going to do a tariff. And aides inside the White House try to talk him out of it. And it works and it works. And then one day he says, nope, you're not talking me out of it. I'm going to do it. And then 
Uh, he's done that, and now it's supposed to start June 10. And now you have a new group of people telling him, no, this is really a bad idea. So we know that uh, the foreign minister of Mexico is going to be meeting with uh, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo tomorrow. And the question is, are they going to work out something that makes it look like both you know, both sides can save face uh, it, it, and basically the tariffs go away? Or are we going to move, go forward, as Trump suggested could happen when he was speaking at this press conference this, this morning, and really have a two-front trade war that could really uh, – you know, hobble the U.S. economy. I was just talking to an economist who said he thought it could bring us into a recession if we got up to 25% with Mexico. Well, listen, before we get too far down the road of whether uh, tariffs are an appropriate uh, lever, uh, what is Trump asking the Mexicans to do? He doesn't say. <laughs> he won't say what he wants them to help, do. He help them... with immigration. Well, he, exactly. But in <laughs> other words, there's no... I want you to reduce the number of people crossing the border by 20%. There's no, there's no criteria that, there's no set of criteria that have been released. So we don't know exactly what it is. Boy, and Um, if you don't know, nobody does. I mean, Donald J. and Mike Pompeo might know, but you're a White House correspondent. They sent out a letter that when when they announced this, they said we don't want to have, we want to just sort of decide based on what we're seeing. Okay. I mean, that was in the, that was in the announcement. So that, that there is no, uh, they're not asking for anything specific. They're just trying to squeeze Mexico to give to to, to staunch the flow of immigrants from Central America. Uh, well, I get that. That's goal, but, can, but can this do this? Yeah, that's a, it's a serious problem. There's no doubt about that. Or I think it's no no doubt for most people now. And it's not a manufactured crisis. It's a real crisis. And Mexico's got to help with this. So does Trump just feel like? Because the battle with China, that's a serious battle of heavyweights. But he's got a lot of people on his side. Even Chuck Schumer is saying, you know, stay strong, hold the course. On Mexico, I don't see anybody on Trump's side. Um, well, for the greater issue, certainly, you mean. But for for the tariffs? The tariff, as, yeah. the tariff is a weapon. But does Trump just think we're so much bigger than Mexico that he can just unilaterally bend them to his will? Yeah, but again, I mean, I also think there have been times when we've seen him sort of talk big about the results he's going to get, and you don't really see much. But there's a bit, there's a nice ceremony, and people shake hands, and they all feel good. The question is, how tough is he going to be about getting concessions from them? Leaving the and, goals and, vague uh, allows you to get out at any time. Well, it's it, yeah, it, we it accomplished also them. It so that you can make it so no one can meet them, and and it and it makes it harder for Mexico to um, to really know for sure what it is supposed to do. I mean, we do know that they have done things to to, um, to staunch the flow of, of immigrants from Central America, but there's only so much they can do. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Well, one thing's clear, Deborah. I mean, it's got to be at the southern end of Mexico that the action takes place, just not letting the Central Americans yeah. in. Yeah, I don't know Because if I... the whole keep them from coming into the U.S. thing, North Korea... And and East Germany and prisons keep people in. That's that's not really a legitimate thing for a state to do. Yeah, I don't know if I agree that there's not that much they can do. If they attack the southern border, which is a much smaller border than our border with Mexico, I think they could uh, do a lot more to stop people from getting into their own country. Okay, but um, I guess we're asking them to do what we won't do ourselves. Uh, and and I, I believe that that's an interesting I, point know, right now, <laughs> right there. And, and 
And also, I mean, we do know that Mexico has agreed to let people stay there while they're trying to get asylum. I mean, we knew, we know that there are concessions that have been made. So, so I, I, That's I, a very I, good point you make. So Trump's supposed to say to Mexico, hey, you got to get control of your southern border. We've been sneaking people into your country for decades, dude. Yeah, what are you, high? <laughs> you know, that's funny. I thought that was kind of a... I wasn't sure what you meant, Deborah, but the more I think about it, the more ironic it becomes. I'm mm-hmm. looking... I'm looking at the border with uh, Guatemala and Belize, as you know. Uh, is anybody fleeing from Belize, or is it just too pleasant? I haven't heard of Belizeans. It's not considered part of the Northern Triangle countries that are. Why not? They get drummed out for something. I oh. perhaps, perhaps, uh, perhaps they're happy in Belize. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Belize, I but I'm sure it's a fine place. We'll stipulate that Belizeans are happy. Um, so, yeah, you've got to control your border because people are coming through the country or we'll put tariffs on you. Well, I, well, we'll see how it goes. Listen, I tell you this, and I've got to voice this for Trump fans. Nothing has been done. Nothing but lies, hypocrisy, lip service, and the rest of it on immigration. And there are a hell of a lot of people in the United States who would prefer a somewhat haphazard threatening of tariffs and then pulling it back and then going finding Plan B, as opposed to what I think, and, and I'm certainly not accusing you of this, but the mainstream media trying to make Trump a, a joke for perhaps making missteps, but he's trying to do something, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's in my mind, it's too bad that when he, when Republicans control both the House and the Senate, that they didn't work on on the um, on the asylum. Yeah, no kidding. Take away that advantage, right? This is going to be the big mistake for the Trump first term, um, just as people thought it was a big mistake for Obama not to do something about the Dream Act. Right. And I think people are going to be looking at this and saying, "You had a chance to do something serious, but you thought you thought that you could just." think something should be done and things would happen and, and you didn't understand how, how much work it is to get things through Washington. And now I just, uh, I don't know what's going to happen next. It's possible that we go further. The thing is that one of the reasons that the U.S. economy is doing really well, I believe, are the Trump tax cuts, right? And they brought certainty for, for companies that had an understanding of the fact that they could keep more of their money and they had a good idea of how things would work. Um, and when you, when you, now make them think that they're not sure how they're going to handle their supply chains and what they're going to be able to get, you know, what goods they'll be able to get from different places. That adds an uncertainty that I don't think is good for the economy. And so uh, there, there are a number of people, uh, the, the tax foundation is an example, that think that this just takes away all the benefits wow. from, the, from, the, from, from, you know, between China and Mexico for sure, but but this takes away the benefits of the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Deborah J. Saunders, White House correspondent for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Deborah, thank you as always. Great to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Uh, well done. So yeah, I could I could easily see that, especially as we're in the final crunch time of only 520 days till the election. Um, those who would like to see the Trump administration, uh, you know, reelected are saying, oh, for God's sake, the one thing you can't do is mess up the economy. Mm. So they're concerned. We shall see, Jack. The Chihuahua, a popular pet named is, for the state is it gonna, in Mexico. Is it going to cost more now because of the tariffs? The Chihuahua. I oh, you know what? I have, I have this uh, shocking. <laughs> my Chihuahua is 20% more. Because, listen, the mainstream media that hates Trump is making a big deal over, uh, you know, the, how it could really screw up the economy. And, sure, and I hope it, it doesn't. It, it could uh, be a headwind we don't need. 
But uh, this is according to CNN Business. If President Donald Trump's proposed tariffs on Mexican products go through, Chipotle burritos could get a little more expensive. Then there's paragraph two, and then paragraph three, and down there, paragraph four. Uh, This is uh, the Chipotle chief finance officer said if the tariffs become permanent, which is never no, going no, to happen. No, no, no. <laughs> that's not that, that the point uh, is that they're temporary. But hilarious. anyway, if they did, Jack, brace yourselves. Chipotle, and I quote, could also consider passing on these costs through a modest price increase, such as about a nickel on a burrito. Wow. Um, so Five cents, friends. You can't even consider yourself in the world of journalism if you write stories about, and if they became permanent. That's not even on the table. That's just not even a part of the conversation. Why even talking about that? And even if it did, it's still just five cents on my burrito? Correct. One nickel? I'd eat a burrito right now. Is that, is that, am, I, am I supporting Mexico or the United States if I beat a burrito? I'm, I'm supporting the United States, right, if I continue to... To, to buy Mexican products at the higher price? I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> I, the long and short of it is I'm going to eat a burrito. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.